0: Welcome to the Whatnot Podcast, where we put the what into whatnot live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube.
1: And welcome, everybody. This is the Whatnot Podcast. If you're on here by mistake, hang around, you might like it. And if you're here on purpose, well, we appreciate that anyway. We're sorry at the same time yeah well we know everybody makes mistakes uh this is i'm chris and uh to my below us here is uh mr ziegler hello he's in his uh real shop tonight not the sound booth and okay. then this guy over here there uh, mr jp brown you can figure it welcome back thanks guys thanks for having me yeah, we're just happy you agreed to come back again. That, that uh, yeah, I'm, we'll
2: still be... in, I'm still waiting to do the Mystery of Science 3000 thing.
3: That's going to be so much fun. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if you don't know what we are, we are a Whatnot Podcast, and we do a, this thing every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and, well, we just talk about woodworking and whatnot.
0: So. Well, that sums it up. Thank you for joining us and listening
3: in.
1: Yeah, and we've had uh, JP on here before, and he uh, was showing us some of the cool things he's got going on, some of the different things he was testing on. And we never really heard uh, heard back and got to talk to him about how his tests went and anything he could share with us on that. So we thought, well, you know what, let's get him back on here and update the viewers on how things went. Everything was awesome. Thanks for the elaboration. I appreciate that. It means a lot for you to... Took a
4: whole six seconds. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well,
1: thanks for joining us. Uh we'll see you next time.
4: Welcome to the podcast Or oh, It's where we introduce Oh
1: well, that was kind of so, weird. JP,
4: what are you doing?
0: What's that?
1: You you kinda did a uh a that Joel, little bit. I did a did a Joel there for a minute.
4: Oh boy. I don't need them apples. <laughs> So, what you been up to?
2: I have been working my butt off. I've probably averaged 52 hours a week in the last Day six job. months. Yeah. So I've not been in my shop since November, mm. unfortunately. But that is all gonna change next week. I am cleaning my shop out and we are going to start building a workbench. so I gave my workbench away. Uh oh. I just gave it to my friend because he wanted one. He's gonna start woodworking. So I was like, hey. Take my workbench. I'm, I'm building a new one. Come get it, though.
1: Does it look like this? That is the new one. Oh, okay. Nice.
2: Yep. This is going to have... i um, thinking about doing a poplar frame, because I did, I did talk with Mike on this project a while back. So the frame might be popular. I might do a 2x4, because so the lumber's coming down just a little bit. So I might do it that way. So, But the T-track on the front is going to house my Moby Design camera arm so i can move it all the way around the bench 360 hmm. to get shots from my camera there you go and it's going to have some storage
4: i love that camera
2: on the arm. thing is awesome and then uh the right side door is where i'm going to have house my um california air compressor air tools compressor And i'm going to have some kind of um on the right side i'm going to have some kind of manifold to uh, just plug in a, a hose quick quick release
4: hose
1: That'll make it nice. Yeah. So somewhere in there. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm.
2: um, I think last time I was here, I don't think my Microsoft station project had came out yet. I'm not mistaken. Mm -mm.
1: No. And you were also in the process of doing testing on a pocket machine.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes. And I have that half done. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'll give you a little hint. The Craig's still the best one. Mm um, The Masca products one is actually very surprisingly good. Um, The only problem with that one is, is that the clamp is in the back kind of like the old K four. So you got to reach around around it and do it, but it's made out of solid aluminum. So it's really, 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 really sturdy. It's very well built too. So, and you can also take that, um, the column off and you can take it and put it on the wood itself and then so you don't actually have to move the whole jig. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really handy. Um, the armor tool did not work for me very well. I'm just going to leave it at that. You'll see the video.
1: No worries. You don't have to uh, give us all the details. I mean, we'd, we'd let maybe get you back on here for a third time and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just
2: roast the video on my workstation build.
1: We've talked about doing uh, doing roasts. And, uh, that one won't be fun. Yeah, I mean, no. we, we were going to use me as a, as the first run just, you know, so nobody would get offended.
3: <laughs> I think
0: instead of doing that, maybe we should just do the very first YouTube videos we've uploaded.
3: Yeah, that would Because be right. if you
0: think about it, that's that's how we got started. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Why not roast the first one? I like that idea. I do. I
1: really do. Yeah, I've gone back and watched uh, Laney Shaughnessy, who's, you know, one of the original YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And, man, some of his old stuff's... uh It's interesting. It's wild. Yeah. It's like, wow, you've come a long way, my man. Even some Izzy stuff is, it's like, wow, what's that in the background?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, pre-green background is some crazy stuff. Yep. Remember my first one. um, Wow.
4: (laughs) Shot with a iPhone 6S. I don't even think it had 4K on it.
1: Nice. Who let the dogs out?
4: Yeah, there's deer.
1: <laughs> You're
4: going to get that tonight. I'll just do this. Right. Oh.
1: And Kyle said he is here on accidental purpose. <laughs> and then he says it's a good idea on the camera mount. So Kyle's uh, thumb up approval for you there on that. Not that you needed it or wanted it, but no. sometimes it's good to be affirmed. It's
0: very <laughs> handy, though. It really is to put it into where you can spin it around wherever you're working. Yeah, it is, it. Is,
2: One thing about it is is that you have to find a good way to mount it um, because I want to try to make it mobile in the shop, too. So I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to design some kind of stand for it so I can, you know, because what I'm doing right now is moving it over from that mount that's on the workbench and to a tripod and then moving it around the shop. I mean, it's okay and all, but I'd, I'd rather have it roll around so I can just kind of push it. I don't have to worry about unmounting it and remounting it. Or okay. you could put it on like one of those sliders.
0: Yeah. So we can slide it, then get action shots and all that too. Uh, the,
2: the panoramic um, gimbal or sliding gimbal.
0: Yeah. The sliding. Yeah. It's like a, it's like those tracks that are motorized or they're not, they're just on bars.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They have a camera mount to it. So therefore you could have it, you could just slowly push it and have it do a slow time lapse while it's still moving.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've actually looked at those. I actually thought about building one of those. I found some yeah. plans that were pretty pretty cool, but it wasn't motorized, so that's the only drawback. So motorized is like hundred and fifty dollars more. You don't
0: necessarily need it whatsoever, but mm-hmm. it's an option. You want to put it on slow moving, right? While you're like doing, you know, while you're walking around the shop, it'll slowly spin as well as it goes forward. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of cool.
2: Yeah, I do have a uh, DJI um, uh, Osmo's three. And I do a lot of cool stuff with that one, too, especially because it can track objects and move the camera with it. Yeah, the but only it, change
1: I can see I'd make is, uh, you know, micro jig match fit on there instead of T-Track. But, hey, that's just me.
2: I think you should come over to my house and give me a t- uh, tutorial on
1: how to do that. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm telling you what. I used to be T-Track everywhere. I I haven't used T-Track since I made my first micro jig mm-hmm. test piece.
2: It's actually not a bad idea. I might do, I might look into doing that. I don't particularly like T-Track either.
1: And what's cool is you can make your own dovetail fixtures to slide in there. Cause I made mm-hmm. several of them that were two feet long when I was making no. them. And then I can just whack off what I need. And if I need enough to do two holes because of a piece that I don't want to spin, you know, if it's only got a single hole, a lot of times it, you got to really torque it down to keep your part from spinning. Mm-hmm. Um, you do two holes, it's not going to spin. So I did a few of those out of walnut and just make them just a little skinny. If you're going to make a really long one, so you don't have any resistance in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll tell you, I, I I love it. I mean, what's the, the what's the
2: clamping other, pressure on that? I mean, how is how does that work? Is it compared to a T-track? Where you screw, screw it down I, it. I, would,
1: I would say it's it's I like it better I, th- I think it's better because one you're you're creating a wedge mm-hmm. on the on the up climb instead of just a, a shoulder right and and two, just like with T- track, as long as you've got something on top of that, it's never going to bust through mm-hmm. because you've got the downward pressure of what you're clamping against versus the dovetail clamp. Coming up, so it's never going to bust out right, unless so. it's completely open.
2: So the strength is basically what you're using for material.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. And okay. I've I've had some torque down some pretty stuff to, to where I could see the clamp actually doing this number uh, when I was torquing it down, and I've never had a problem. Hmm. So you, yeah. right?
0: Ever... I was going to say, and you figure too that you have more surface area, mm-hmm. you know, with your dovetail wedge than you do with T track. So, like Chris is saying, on the shoulder, you had more surface area like that. Then you're actually going to be able to not only pull up, but you're pushing up and out at the same time. Right.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I actually might do that. That does sound like a cool out. Because thing about T-track, I don't like is that over time it can the track will pull out when you're yeah. tightening stuff down to it. Even if you use epoxy, I've used epoxy on some of mine before, and it still pulls out. And it's it's all about the material that's going into.
1: Well, another thing that I've learned uh, using that, especially if it's a coated T-track, which all of them are now, they're coated with a mm-hmm. color. Completely sand that coating off the bottom. Yeah, and scuff it, and then sometimes mm-hmm. that helps. If you can etch it good enough, that helps the epoxy bond better. But right, yeah, that's that's the other thing that I like about the MatchFit system is it's it completely eliminates the need to go buy that track, and then if it's not pre pre bored and pre countersunk, having to fight. Those countersink bits to get the right depth and get the right champer and get mm-hmm. your screws to seat and all that. So, just my 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 opinion. And I just I put a video out a while back on all of the jigs that I've made for my uh crosscut sled. Since I made my jig, man, I, and I still come up with different ways that I find to use it in my shop.
2: So the thing that you're sliding into it is actually made by Microjig, right? The, the holders.
1: The the clamps or the uh, little fixture pieces? Right. Well, they make all of that, yeah. Uh, but I've made a lot of my own fixture pieces. I went out and belt bought some um, longer screws because their longest screw wasn't quite long enough. And then I also went out and bought a tap and die set uh, to be able to tap the holes so that it mm-hmm. matches up in the wood so I can make all my own fixture pieces if I want to.
2: Gotcha. That's actually a really good idea. I might try that for this workbench. Something different. Plus, T-Track's also expensive, too. It, it, can, and it can get expensive.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to push my my, my opinions on you, but that, that would be the only change I would make personally if I was going to make the bench. Um, and I've I've actually started my bench doing the grids on there. Um, and I kind of regret doing the full grids because now I've got the full grids all over my bench, but I've also kept my old hardboard top from my old workbench that I'm going to throw on top of it. If I'm doing, you know, random stuff and that'll keep at least keep the dust out of the channels somewhat.
2: Yeah. And you're using that for a outfit table too, right? Yeah. How's it, how is it, how is it, does it catch the wood when you're pushing it over it with the table saw? No,
1: because um, I have a intermediate outfeed, right? It's connected to my saw and it's it's like a bridge that spans from mm-hmm. my saw to that workbench. And I've actually got the workbench where instead of it being on the same plane, I've actually got it just, just a couple of degrees angled down. Okay. Or, or lower. Uh, mm. So that as pieces come across, it's, it's like a 30 second lower than that bridge. So I don't have that issue of, of catching yeah. the parts.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that work match I have is it's either a 16th or a 32nd inch shorter than my uh, new table saw.
1: Well, and I just made a big purchase. It, it'll be here at the end of uh, May, 1st of June. And all of that's going to have to be completely rebuilt, I'm afraid.
3: <laughs> so, did you get
1: a new, new table saw? I'm working on it. I placed <laughs> place the order
2: cool did you go did you go spags right and go uh saw
1: stop well yeah i've been eyeballing it for for a couple of years but i've just been putting it off because mine still works and Mm -hmm. um i just i said you know what they're having that price increase and it ain't going to do nothing but continue to go up yep and you know i'm doing a lot of sheet goods i said you know it's time for me to protect myself a little bit and go ahead and get Mm -hmm. a three horsepower
2: great saw i mean even without the safety feature it's probably one of the the highest quality saws out on the market
1: well what sucks about it is is i bought the uh i've I've got the six inch super dado from freud Mm -hmm. and i've never been a huge fan of that dado blade because it it leaves horrible ridges in the cut really and it doesn't leave really clean shoulders um and of course Ah. it leaves the little dog ears but the I can deal with the dog ears, but the rough, rough bottom cut drives me up the wall, but it's a six inch. And so now I'm going to have to go buy an eight inch. DATO. Is that,
2: is that an older model of that data stack? I have the eight inch super data and it, it's great.
1: No, it's got- and, and I've, I've no other people who've got the same six inch and it's, it's cause it's the exact same as the eight. It's just different diameter, but it Ooh. is never left a clean cut. And huh. so I'm I'm torn. And then I was excited. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go buy a prestige from a mana. And then I can't because one, it's got those kickback, anti-kickback shoulders on it, and it's mm-hmm. got um their blue one is electrostatic coated and it goes all the way onto the teeth. So I don't I can't you can't put that on that saw stop. No. Plus it's got a four wing chipper on it, which they don't recommend. So I thought it was just due to the reaction time of the cartridge not being able to slow it down as fast. No. But there's an even worse downside uh, is if if it does engage and you're using a four-wing or a full-blade full, um, chipper, the weight and the mass of that, the cartridge might stop it appropriately, but the mass will continue on and it can bend your arbor. And the minute oh, wow. you bend your arbor, obviously... Um, Saw stock is not going to warranty that because you've used an improper. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Catch 22,
4: man. That's the way it goes. Chris Chris Miller, sure. <laughs> yeah. Where will you get the eight? Not
1: sure, Chris. I know a place that sells uh, a mana and Freud. It just depends on who pays me most. <laughs> no accepting donations
2: <laughs> yeah the uh the freud data stack i got is absolutely incredible eight inch especially combined with the grizzly eight or three horsepower table saw cuts like butter
1: well again and now that i'm I'm going saw stop I, that limits my options a little bit so i'm gonna have to choose um Amana does make a um make a two chipper dado stack no, or two wing. So I'm I'm looking at that because I really don't want to go with that economy dado from Freud. That thing's uh, the Diablo. No, they've they've got a they've got an economy series, and then they've got the oh, yeah, super, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. then they've got they've basically taken the super and put that little dial spacer on it and call it a dial dado. Mm. So it's the same thing as the super, just with that dial feature. But the economy is just it not bashing Freud or anything, but I've owned one of those years ago and mm-hmm. was no, not that's, too. That's the stack on. I had before. And
4: it, it, it was okay. But hey, you
1: know, it's, it's, uh, it's great for getting into woodworking and you need something that's reasonably priced, but so I don't know. That's where Yeah.
2: I got on. a, I got in a pinch one time and I went to Home Depot and got the Avante mm. data stack. That was a bad idea. Those castle joints look horrible.
1: Yeah. All over the forums, like, hey, man, you should go. I see people talking about the different dados they're <laughs> using on the saw stops. And, and a lot of them are like, oh, man, the DeWalt's the best I've used. How many have you used then, really?
2: Right. <laughs> well, You want to get, you know, you want to go with the big dog to go in the forest. Dado King. Super Dado King.
1: Uh, then what was the other one? They call it the Dado Nator. <laughs> the the detonator, uh, awesome. i can't remember what what brand of uh of saw that was it, it wasn't forest it was uh not affinity i don't remember they were talking about it on this one oh, yeah it wasn't it is infinity is it okay yeah <laughs> not that one that's close detonator, yeah i would buy that
2: just for the name mm-hmm. <laughs> close to potato
1: close enough <laughs> Well, let's, let's get into some uh, fun history there, uh, JP. Oh, Lord. Uh, we've we've uh, uncovered a few photos of you, and uh, uh, let me see. Did you ever send me the uh, email no. file with the other? No, okay. I,
2: couldn't, I couldn't find any of the ones I needed to show you.
1: Well, in that case, uh, these have zero to do with woodworking, but they're just fun conversation pieces. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about this one. <laughs> okay, this is my wedding night.
2: That is my father. Um, That is a bottle of Maker's Mark. So there is an old Alabama legend that if you bury a bottle of whiskey at the place you get married, the night before you get married, you will have perfect weather for your wedding day.
4: And it worked to a T. It was 75
2: degrees and perfectly not a cloud in the sky.
1: What was the weather the day before? Uh, It was raining. Oh, so you no. checked the weather, saw the storm was going to end, and it was going to be nice the next day, so you went and buried it just so you could have some maker's mark out of the ground. Yeah, that, no. that really went. No, that's not how oh, it okay. Went. No,
2: okay, maybe no. <laughs> actually, no. I think we actually did it the week before. I'm sorry, okay. it wasn't the day before. Gotcha.
1: Yeah.
4: Gotcha.
2: Uh, then me, and my, me and my dad had a, uh, a shot from it.
1: And uh, of talk. course, Makers Mark, uh, not sponsored, uh, but we are taking sponsors of all types at this point. So
2: I think Makers Mark would be an outstanding sponsor. It would.
1: And now accepting for sure. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to all be on the Patreon. You're welcome to uh, reach out to us and uh, we'll get you our address and tell you where to uh, send that wonderful product. Well, you know, the
2: sponsor. I don't really think I'd care what brand it is. It yeah, yeah.
1: So, so you can go from that uh, to that without any problems, and uh, then we can go fully sponsored, if need be. Just let us know; <laughs> we'll be happy to help you out.
0: Well, what does it look like when they go fully sponsored,
3: Chris?
1: Um, a banner. Then that would look uh, something like this. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Let me uh, let me back this up. Something like that. Um, learn your CNC. This has zero to do with Maker's Mark, but it uh, certainly is a way where you can learn to carve out a bottle of Maker's Mark in wood. Uh, learn your CNC it is a great way to learn anything and everything about the Vectric software. So go check it out. Something along those lines, maybe. I don't know. That's
0: great. Yeah. Cause what I'm thinking is maybe we'll just do an episode of all the products that we do use and then just see which one sticks. It's like throwing spaghetti yeah. at the wall.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that, that'll work. That'll
1: work. And uh, unlike uh, this weirdo here, we're not going to bury it in the ground. We're going to uh, drink it and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, if you uh, ever get the opportunity to follow JP on social media, his captions are lacking. So I have to ask him
2: questions on pictures that I find. No, that's the reason. There's no captions. That's, 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 it's a conversation starter.
0: Oh, no, it's a conversation starter. Because how it starts is that you're just kind of there at this place and you have a shovel. I found the picture at the <laughs> end where you actually pulled something up and you're you know, and there's one picture where it's all muddy and you're drinking from it, but at the same time I'm like, Why is it buried? Why is that well, guy standing there next to you in 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 uh sandals?
2: Oh yeah, the other part of that story is um I also got married under the um the Alabama no no. I got married on a, a college football game day night. Oh. but there was a reason why we did that that day, because that was the anniversary of our first date. So there's meaning behind it. And my dad's like, I don't give a damn. There's a football game on the night.
1: <laughs> so she set the date, not you.
2: Basically. Yes. Okay.
1: That's kind of, we just, we already knew. I just thought I'd put that out there for those who aren't married. That's how yeah. that would go. I mm-hmm. how that work. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is what must, this must've been whenever she said, all right, it's going to be on the night of this football game. So you decided to scowl a little bit and
2: yeah. <laughs> pout. Yeah, making fun of uh, James King's picture on one of his websites.
1: Well, then this oh, must be after, after everybody, uh, after you unburied it and uh, you all shared in it, Everybody got a little joyous?
2: Yeah, that was about 15 years before that picture was taken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just enjoy your face so much because there's so much puzzling questioning going on right there where you're like, is this Okay, yeah, it's happening.
2: Yeah, I'm basically like, you're in my house. What the hell are you doing? That's the face. Yeah, it's good night.
1: Sorry, Kyle. A little late on uh, bringing that comment up. Here, <laughs>
0: that does look like a great banner.
2: Yeah, Kyle's got a pretty sharp logo. I do like that logo.
0: Oh, have you seen his new logo? Mm-mm. It's not. It should be in there. Yeah. Ooh. I like that too. Academy.learnyourcnc.com.
1: If you think the banner's good, you should try the program. Well, all anything Vectric with Aspire or V-Carve, he can take care of that for you. Yeah, I've Learned already told my hmm. I've
2: already told my wife is that when I uh, when the yeah, the Phantom CNC is going in the garage, she's got to park out in the gr- driveway. <laughs> she didn't like that very much. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see why. But and she
1: said, and she said no, and you went.
2: <laughs> I remember that day that was actually the first year I bought that house and set up my shop I remember it was 120 degrees outside something like ridiculous it was the middle of August
3: great but,
4: time to move yeah yeah
2: yeah that was not fun That's I paid somebody to do that I wasn't doing it. Ah. I moved so many times in my life I'll never do it again especially when your, your your buddies are all grown up and they have kids and they have excuses not to help you move
0: <laughs> y'all get minivans instead of pickup trucks
2: basically yeah, it's like, hey, minivans uh, got kids in it can't do it sorry guy
1: yeah uh, i mean you we got a soccer game car, like um
2: to- it's summertime what are you talking about you have a soccer game
1: I have to take the car seats out i mean i just it's just no i
2: can't, can't. I tell you what uh, a shout out to a honda odyssey though you
0: can haul a dresser with three kids mm-hmm. in the van
2: i've oh, gotten I- um i've gotten plywood into a honda odyssey before Yep. my wife has proved me wrong several times
0: on what that van can haul <laughs> just the one with the turbo though no
2: I wish I wish I had no. the the what was that Rutledge's the spoon no. oh, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely once, he, he's like man my wife just bought a minivan I'm like okay He's like it's the ELL version I don't know what this 1.6 T means I'm like well that means it's a 1.6 liter turbo I think it go really fast he's like hold my beer hold my beer yeah
1: <laughs> nah. hold my Make his
2: mark but uh, yeah my dad after um, the wedding was over and he went straight into because I got married at their house which is the house I'm in now and um, we got married at the gazebo down the street so once he got in the house he went straight in his bedroom and changed into his football gear and he's hanging out and everybody's like who's this guy you're at a wedding well, that's my dad all the football is about to start in about five minutes
0: I have your traditions.
4: Yeah, it's good times. I'm sure it was fun. But uh, yeah, the picture from college, uh, I was telling you earlier, uh, I went to Auburn, and uh, in Auburn, whoever lives in the trailer is king. So all the, uh, you know,
2: you got the, um, all the freshmen have to live in norms. But once you can become a sophomore, you basically move to an apartment or a trailer. And we have 30 trailer parks in Auburn. And uh, I had a double wide. So, yeah. Everybody came to my house. (laughs) We actually, me and my uncle built a, uh, an AU logo into the porch of that trailer. Oh, there's no photo evidence of that. Yeah, that, that. I don't know where that happened. That picture. I think it was on like a one of those old click phones. You get at the, on those stu- disposable phones you, or uh, the fo- oh, so those oh, cameras. yeah. You mean yeah. the windies? hmm Yeah, that's how long ago that was. I'm sure that's in a book somewhere for uh, you
0: know security deposit evidence.
1: Yeah, if I find that picture, I will. I will post it on Facebook
0: for sure. All it's, of the- hard, it's hard to
1: hard to take photos on a uh, on a uh, bag phone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah all of my photos from woodworking days unfortunately are in a photo album so I'd have to like hold them up <laughs> you don't got a scanner you can scan them all yeah I guess I could That
2: takes time
1: Yeah, your phone scans in
2: true. Uh, that is true it's kind of like when the CD-ROMs came out the first time you're like yeah hey, I got this whole Bible of CDs we're going to put these on digital yeah and three hard drives later
0: Gosh, remember yeah. when a gigabyte was, like, a big deal? Like, you have a mm-hmm. gigabyte hard drive? Yep. Or a gigabyte processor? Mm-hmm. Gigahertz. I have a gigahertz.
2: Anyways. Yeah, my, my mom was actually an IT director in the 80s for a bank. And she's like, we just got our first 10 gig hard drive. Yeah. It cost us $250,000. <clears> and it was the size of her car. That's about right.
0: Uh, my grandfather worked at IBM, and he's he had a picture of the first five megabyte hard drive off of a eighteen wheeler trailer. It was the yeah. trailer.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Well,
4: it's like um that movie um
2: crunch numbers. What was it called? It's by the ladies in the NASA. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Yeah. And yeah, you should see the computers they brought in there. It was like, "Good God Almighty." They still have the real decks on them.
1: I, like there, how, I just bought a, a terabyte thumb drive. Yeah,
4: yeah, right.
0: That's the thing thinking how your memory remembers it as crunching numbers and it was hidden figures. It's like that was the B
2: movie. Yeah, <laughs> that it was, was like, that uh, was that was a sequel that they try to rip off.
1: Yeah. Nice. What was it? Uh, Twister and uh, what was the knockoff of Twister? Oh.
2: Yeah, you had to ask that
0: one. Damn, what was the knockoff of that one?
1: And that's the uh, trivia question for tonight. The yeah. second caller
0: wins. Down in the comments, will let us know what the answer is. <laughs> it wasn't Sharknado, so don't go there. That was years later, or, or two, or three, or
1: four. It might have just been called Tornado. No, yeah, like no, it was.
0: Call. It was back when they used to do like Independence Day, and they have like a knockoff of that with Armageddon, and the studios mm-hmm. had. It's the same movie. They just had two different names and different actors.
4: Well, that one's going to drive me nuts now. Okay, thanks. Appreciate that, JP. It was called uh, "The Night of the Twister." Actually, no, it was called Tornado.
3: Was
0: was called called Tornado.
4: Tornado.
0: (laughs) Not as much fun as Twister. Yeah, true. Everyone remembers the cow in the trailer. Mm
4: -hmm. Was that a cow? Yeah. Was that another cow? No, that was the same cow. (laughs) The same.
2: One of my favorite movies of all time. Favorite part of that movie is like, uh, yeah, he got butt naked and he uh, went up to that tornado, started cussing, and threw a bottle of whiskey in it.
1: Classic things we
4: remember. Don't get us onto the Tommy Boy shtick; that would be. oh I could be here for hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure.
2: <laughs>
1: So you got your workbench upcoming.
2: Yep. <clears throat> got that coming. Um, I have about 15 projects coming up. Um, yeah. I got probably half of those modeled all right, right now. Uh, one of the biggest things I'm doing right now is is building plan sets for other creators so they can sell their plans on their website. Hmm. So that's taking up a lot of my time at the moment.
0: Has that become a big deal? I mean, a lot of makers and creators starting to do a lot of plans of what they're making in videos. Yeah. It is.
2: Um, there's some other people in the business that do plans have stopped doing them, so um, they're turning to me now, and um, it's it's almost getting to the point where I'm gonna have to schedule them out and you know weeks of advance to even get them done in, in a decent
4: time. Means you got a good product. Yeah, I mean it really yeah. does. It's a, it's a it's a nod to your product if you're gonna be
0: having a backlog
1: know what do they do? Do they give you just all the general measurements, or do they actually give you drawings what how do they, how does that work?
2: uh some of them who actually you know have, have some kind of sketchup skills will send me a sketchup model hmm. um and then I would basically go back and remodel it because they have four different components into a group and then they're all one group, and then when you click on them, it's all four different yeah okay. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but uh a lot of them who don't do that will give me measurements and and hand drawings and i'll just go from there and i'll model them in sketchup and i actually use photoshop to put them on pdf Mm -hmm. style and i only do that because i'm very proficient in photoshop you know some people would use you know InDesign or illustrator to do that but i don't even know how to use illustrator
4: except for opening up a picture and saving it as an svg That's about it.
2: Now, How did you make your logo? What did you use to do that? That was made in Illustrator. My nephew made that for me. Um, I made the first one in Illustrator, and it took me, I don't know, a year and a half to make. Um, He made this one, and I wanted something more simple and something that didn't have a lot of vector paths in it. Uh, This one has, I think, three or four paths, something like that. The other one had like 212. Oh, so you open up and see the pass on it. It was just nothing but blue, blue wiggly lines everywhere. And I got, I've tried to have people cut it out with the CNC. They're like, no, we're not doing it. It's <laughs> because there's so many pass and vectors on it. But this one is very simple. And, um, one of my biggest things I want to do reasons why I wanted to redo my logo was so I could get hats. Hmm. Um, because nobody could do my old logo with a hat and look, make it look right. You know, the embroidery, or it's oh, yeah. even print. Um, but I'm going to get them basically that logo is going to be on a, on a patch and it's going to be on a hat or it's just going to be embroidered on it. But I'm trying to find
4: some good hats. Well, you know,
1: I know a couple guys who'd uh, wear them for you.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. If you do.
2: Yeah, I think you are hat people. No, I had to send you a couple.
0: Yep, we can be hat people, anyways. We can be easily persuaded. So I got to adjust there.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm definitely a shirt person. So yeah, yeah, you know, always uh up for that. And and thank you, live and in person for.
2: <clears throat> See, I, Mike, I told him I don't even have that cup. Y'all have that cup. I don't have one.
0: I don't. I First didn't get the cup. I got the shirt, though, and I hadn't worn it because tonight I was doing wood and I didn't want to ruin it. But I told Chris, I said, I'll um, wear it.
1: The the cup was in the same box with the shirt.
0: Yeah. Then I haven't opened the box yet. So you haven't put the shirt on yet? I haven't put the or shirt on yet. No. I
4: just got oh, I was it, what, wondering Friday?
2: That. Yeah, I got it Friday.
0: So I'll find
2: I'll, I'll oh, yeah, it. Oh, you haven't
4: got it yet. Okay.
2: Yeah. I was wondering, I was wondering how it fits. Oh, yeah, you you know? have the, the tall shirts. Yes. You're the man. Tall is the way to go when you are got tall issues. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I went back on my website and was looking at all the products they had. I use a spreadsheet for my t shirts. Mm-hmm. And they actually have an oversized one. You know, those shirts that are, they fit normally, but they're like super long. Yeah. They actually had those. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But they only had them in like 2X though. With some of the shirts, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. That might actually work out for some of the people who like to wear that as uh, bedtime attire. You know, maybe right. make a, mm-hmm. a line that kind of aims towards that more.
2: Is the yeah, logo uh, simple?
0: Go... I like how yeah, it's we... simple.
2: Now, way we can get into the moo moo business. Well, I don't want to go, I don't want to go down the snuggy round for you, but <laughs> I swear that I can find a company that does a snuggy. I'm done. <laughs> done. I'll oh. be on this podcast next time in a snuggy. It'd be great.
0: That would be hilarious.
3: <laughs> it's
0: wow. summertime you know it's like 80 degrees at night outside and you're just in a snuggie because you can be
2: yep it's comfortable there you go it's flowy
1: you said spread shirt
2: yeah spreadshirt.com
1: yeah i'm writing that down
2: no yeah, they do um this is they're kind of like teespring where you basically put your logo up there and you can put them on different stuff Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything to it. You don't have to, you know, how some creators and some people will order a bunch of shirts and they'll ship them themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This, they don't do that. The customer orders them, the company prints them and sends them to them. They do all the taxes and all the mm-hmm. shipping on their side. So basically, the only thing you do is you get the profit. because you, you can set the margins on it. And then um, they do everything else. It's very hands off. Yeah, you, you
4: and
1: it was a decently comfortable shirt, too. Um, yeah. I mean, we've we've Mike and I both have gotten church from our work that were like, This is horrendous, I can't wear this. Yeah, but then they've also had some that were like, This is the most comfortable shirt I've ever worn, and they won't reorder them. Yeah. So then, then yeah, because then they're probably with. expensive. <laughs> well, they you could tell they were, but I mean, I've got a couple that I've had for years, and you know, I, I love it. It's it's comfortable, it's breathable, It it mm-hmm. moves. Some of those are like your shoulders are like this on one sleeve and like yeah. this on another. We had some That's, polos yeah. like that one time.
2: That's the problem I have. With, I'm, a, I'm a bigger fella, so um, most polo I like to wear polo shirts. That's my thing. So I find a polo shirt and I put my logo on it. But the problem is, it's incredibly boxy for a big and tall. So you know, my the sleeve would go all the way down like the halfway down my forearm.
4: It's like mm-hmm. this is not cool. So um that's just one of
2: the things It's it's kind of a challenge right now. But spreadshirts done pretty good so far.
0: Now what are their what is their percentage on it? Because I think that's what Lincoln Street uses, and he mentioned that they take a pretty big cut, but he doesn't have to do anything with them as far as merch goes. Right. They take yeah, care of everything.
2: Have, there's no labor side on the back side of it, so or, that you have to pay for. And you can set your margins. So I think the standard the shirts like $13, $14, something like that, their cost, then your margin will be like $10. So it'd be $23, $24. And you can, you know, obviously change it. You make you can make it $30 and you'll still get $16 for each shirt. Gotcha. So it's not bad. Not um, bad. But, <clears throat> Especially you know, they sell a bulk of them. It's just like selling plans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had plans that are fifteen bucks. You know, my CNC flip top card's fifteen dollars. I sell those. I probably sell probably about 15 of those a week on average. But um, then I go and do something stupid, like offer free plans and there's a thousand a week. And I'm like, eh. I can't go back and change it. Cause then I look like a jerk. Oh, it's a limited time offer.
0: People go to a dollar, make it a dollar.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, that's something I've been wanting to get into is, is making, making some plans. Cause I've mm-hmm. had a lot of requests for, certain projects like my crosscut sled and Mm -hmm. in my drill press table my the way i did my cnc file yeah um but
4: i know know,
1: i I don't have a website not pushing anything out there i mean i got the domain i just don't have the website built no nor do i have time to do one so i'm just like well I'll just keep paying for the domain rights and eventually i might get around to
2: so you, you just got the domain and the actual the actual website part right gotcha
1: yeah um i and just it's all I, reserved through through GoDaddy, so mm. i can do anything i can do any, if i wanted to i could do whatever i wanted i've got right. all the, the rights uh just like i've got we've got the rights to the whatnot podcast mm-hmm. again definitely we just haven't done anything with it
2: yeah um i use squarespace i have a lot of html backgrounds just because of my job mm. i know a little bit about it but Squarespace is the easiest one I've seen. You know, you have Wix, Squarespace, um, uh, Shopify, Ooh. all those. I mean, yeah. Um, Squarespace is still the easiest because it's a, basically a template and you just click on the template and start typing what you want on there. Mm-hmm. Then upload photos and stuff like that. And um, the shop side of it is really easy too. It just sends you money through Stripe or PayPal
4: and they take care of all the taxes. Ah. Uh.
2: Of course, it also hits you on the income on the end of the year, but you know, it's part yeah. of the course.
0: Yeah, we got to have the streams, right? You got to have those revenue streams.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, YouTube will do that too. Surprisingly, you start making money on YouTube, but you know, not Lincoln Street dollars, but
4: <laughs> you know. not Shop Nation dollars. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's uh, it's enough to
1: justify and me putting out some content yeah. and provide shop stuff when I need it.
0: I mean, and all the YouTubers that we've talked to are people who just happen to have it as a part-time thing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it paid for their materials. So they could keep their hobby going without any out-of-pocket Right,
3: yeah,
2: Exactly. That's, um, basically, that's, what I'm, that's basically the boat I'm in right now, too.
0: A bigger issue is actually having the time to stop. To, to take a note of something like Instagram is really easy to do it as you, as you move.
4: Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no yeah, money. I mean, you can get sponsorships, but you never yeah. got any actual dollars like you would YouTube.
2: Right. And it's brings up a good point. And every time I'd start a project, I'm like, I'm going to put this all over Instagram. This is going to be step-by-step on Instagram each day. And then, and then the project, I didn't take any photos. I forgot about it because I was busy. <laughs> I've got a
0: review you know, video to do. I use their product, and at the same time, I forget to take a picture of it and then I, when I'm unscrewing them off the thing, I'm like, "Oh, you idiot!" <laughs> like I had to do these buy doors they were they they sat at a right angle, so they went into the kitchen like that, you know mm-hmm. and i used the I used these their stakers, and I used them, but they have this really cool interlocking feature. So when I had them turned this way to spray the outsides, I could turn them the other way and they would lock in place and never touch whenever the wind blew on them. And I don't think that was a feature they thought of, but it worked great for me. I got <laughs> done with it and I was like, I need to take a picture of that. Totally forgot.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. So when they were reaching
0: out to me, I'm like, ah, I'm getting it. I promise. I got some pictures this weekend. I did. So I'll get that out to them. But i tell you what, that's, that's the hardest thing is that, to find time to
4: do it into your process. yeah.
2: Especially when you get into a complete and other hyper focused. Say, Hey, I'm on the roll. I don't want to stop. It's just crap. Oh, well, it's not doing Instagram tonight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times you
1: can, you can take just some of the simple footage that you've shot from doing your general content and, like, okay, what can I steal out of this uh footage mm-hmm. here and maybe speed it up five times and yeah, that'll work. Uh we'll just we'll just put that on there as a reel or a or a generic generic post. No. There's a
2: twenty eight minute uh video in thirty-two time and now it's a TikTok.
1: Well, Kyle's been doing a lot of that. He's been doing uh, little little one minute video segments. Um if you don't know who Kyle is, he's the guy from uh Learning C C. <laughs> um he's been doing some of those and it's it's like dizzying watching his mouse and cursor and all the little images change across the thing and it's like wow okay and for those and i think he does this too for those who watch traditional videos in one and a half or two times speed i can only imagine how nuts that is trying to watch that
2: yeah hr hasn't figured out the uh the four times speed button yet on their videos By a lot quicker. I had a guy at work. I was like, Yeah, I finished all my training videos in like two days. I'm like, Yeah, because you used the five time button, didn't you? Whatever. Hey, it's a little m- bit more chipmunk. HR.
4: Same point. Is <laughs> in I mean,
2: a, a training video or listen to a Chipmunks video? <laughs> so
4: there is
0: someone on YouTube that took the entire Chipmunks album from the 80s, all the hit songs that they did, and they slowed it down. Sixteen times, and it sounds like a uh, like a goth emo band rendition. <laughs> it <like> it's, I...
2: <laughs> it's awesome. So sounds then, like... what
0: I do is I'll turn it up to like one point seven five, and it sounds about right. It's <laughs> it's quality entertainment.
2: Slows it down. It sounds sounds like typo negative. Oh, it's yes, that's a good one. Yep.
0: that's awesome. It's like Duran Duran typo negative and the Cure mixed together. When I you've see. had a long weekend. Mm-hmm. But it's the Chipmunks' original. If you speed it up to 16, you'll hear
4: the original cut. But they slowed it way down, so it's fun. I don't even <laughs> know what negative. it's called. Awesome. But mm. that's uh, that's where you can find JP over at Foxhallww.com.
0: Now, is it woodworking or woodworks? Because you got it both ways. It's woodworks. Okay. Yeah. Because on your website it's woodworking, but on your YouTube page it's woodwork. Or just close that all together and just get offended. That's fine too.
1: Thank you for joining oh, us. He, he got he got plum mad. You're, you're going to start calling me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Welcome handy. back, JP. We appreciate that. Uh, we you know feel free to chime in and share how share how you feel about that.
4: If you're, uh, watch, if you're watching at home,
0: yeah. No, if you're listening to this after the fact, we have this sweet mug shot where he's just making such a grimace face.
1: I guess I'll let him back in.
2: Uh, welcome ah. back. So this is, happens, this is what happens behind my back.
1: Well, when you disappeared, <laughs> we had no choice but to bring you back in.
2: Yeah, um, that was uh, me being tired. And I, I actually took the StreamYard tab and went over to my website and... Why do everybody stop talking?
1: <laughs> well, your website's probably more informative uh, and uh, beneficial for people to watch than our show is. So uh, uh,
2: it's, that's, that's debatable. It's, uh, Especially when you have Kyle on.
1: www.foxhallww.com. And that could be woodworking or woodworks. Either way you want to call it, it's www.com.
0: <laughs> Don't leave to go check. Just go with it. He,
1: he said he doesn't care what you call it as long as you go to that website and then just enjoy the time.
0: And if you're a fan of 311 on Instagram it's foxhallww311
4: is his handle.
2: Favorite band of all time?
4: You mean Yeah, that? yeah. Mhm. Seen 311
2: 32 times live. Oh,
4: I would love to see Peanut live.
2: They're absolutely amazing live. They're a really good show. I only saw them once. So they ever come to Hickory? So they ever come anywhere in North Carolina? make it a point to go go see him you'll not be disappointed
0: just in charlotte if i'm not mistaken because someone i'm friends with his daughter uh got into him and he was just you could just tell he was happy about it going to the concert he's like yeah i I have to struggle through this concert of 311 for my daughter and i'm like (laughs) whatever it's like you jerk yep i want to (laughs) go
1: and if you are uh, watching this on youtube feel free to jot down this address as well Foxhall Woodworks. So it's woodworking or woodworks. Take your pick. He's at both of them. What does that slash C there channel?
0: Yeah, channel. That's what yours pops up as. Huh. You can do it as youtubecom slash Woodworks, but the URL yeah. comes
4: up with the C. It's so weird. Yeah. That means you've made it. You that actually have a name. Some URL channel name. got thought the first time i opened my uh, youtube account <laughs> so this is youtube that's mm-hmm. true luckily
2: so um during my new new video i want to ask y'all something i'm gonna have a um vote on my instagram channel or instagram page team chamfer or team roundover and it's going to be a vote for everybody. Oh,
0: is it going to be for the workbench? Mm-hmm.
2: For the top of the workbench for the uh, trim. Are um, you going to be that... doing
1: the dovetail system?
0: Uh, the micro jig dovetail clamp?
4: I'm thinking about it.
1: If, I'm seriously thinking about if it. If you do, I would lean towards Team Chamfer on that particular project. Uh, mm-hmm. You will never hear I me mean, say I that.
3: I know. But there's a, re- there's a reason <laughs> why.
1: Out on the edges, like it just, it looks better out on the edges with those dovetail slots coming out. And if you do your chamfer yeah. right, you can line the bottom of the chamfer up with the bottom of the dovetail, which is three-eighths. Okay. That, would look, that looks super smooth. Normally, I'm Team Roundover, but in this case, mm-hmm. I would lean Team Chamfer.
2: I don't, I don't know what to think about that. He it said, he said Team Chamfer.
0: Because of the situation. Mike's happy about it. <laughs>
2: because of the situation. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a pass yeah, on that. This oh, cool.
1: this particular project, this application, I've done roundovers on some of my projects with the match fit. Uh and I did one uh where I did the chamfer. And after I did it, I went back and lowered it just a little more so that that line ended at the bottom of the dovetail and it was it was like the heavens opened. I said that that Ooh. is it from now on. Any project I do with that, I'm going to put that chamfer on there because one, you've got the dovetail, which is obviously it it's angles. But then if you've got that chamfer coming off and it ends right at that lip, it just it's like it all comes together and it and it makes it seamless. And
0: it also widens so up the a, hole for the clamp to go into because you have it on a chamfer mm, this way.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that. And, yeah, uh,
0: it opens up the to-
2: area. Yeah, that would be a lot easier for when I put the uh the the camera mount on because it's hard to it's sometimes hard to you know line up a T bolt mm-hmm. into the tracks because you can't see it because it's so big. So, hmm. That is something to, I like that. So idea. what's
0: really weird is that I'm a team roundover when it comes to a workbench. Because a chamfer will stop a board when it hits it a roundover will allow it to pop up and go over. So if it's an outfeed table, okay. if you're routing something Um, I've got a, -hmm. I've got a work table right here. It's round over only because if I hit Mm -hmm. something on the side, it's guaranteed to go up and over. If it's a chamfer, it will stop because it almost digs in So on a workbench. When you go to do your pole, I'll probably be round over for it. Unless you're doing the micro jig. If you're doing that, then it's chamfer all the way. (laughs) Welcome to the dark side, Chris.
1: Well, the, the, nice, only temporary. the nice thing about the if you use the micro jig dovetail bit, and which I highly recommend that compared to just using a dovetail bit, a regular one, because it does have the radius bottom corners, and it does have the radius at the top, which is okay. a tremendous time saver when it comes to sanding, and it eliminates that sharp edge. Yeah. So get their yeah. get their uh, dovetail bit. And you know it's worth you'll, it you'll you'll like you'll, you'll like it, and it cuts clean, yeah. I mean, it cuts better than the yeah. uh traditional sharp corner dovetail bit, and because it's radiused at the bottom, that adds actually adds more strength to that bottom joint and makes it less likely mm-hmm. to want to pull up because it's yeah. radiused instead of sharp, yep I heard it here first, folks
0: Yeah. so yeah, if you're doing something with yeah. plywood instead of m d f for instance, you don't have that ply pulling. You have a Mm -hmm. radius edge, so it's a more continuous
4: corner. So today was opposite day for Uh, us, Chris. What do you think
2: of that?
1: (laughs) Must be a full minute or
2: something. I might might not do my vote now. No, no. Do
0: your vote, because I think it would be very interesting to see if you had just a workbench, and then do a vote if you go with the micro jig to see if it
4: changes. Yeah. That's not a bad idea.
1: Okay. Because most woodworkers aren't are stuck down. on one thing. I mean, they're they're willing to adapt, but it'll it'll have to be the right project. And if it's micro jig match no. fit, it uh, definitely needs
0: to be bevel. I know it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm them- sorry. I know it's going to happen. You're going to have one short and one long roundover, and one short and one long chamfer. Oh, you can just spin the cart whenever <laughs> you want to. Yep. <laughs> Best of both worlds.
1: Well, the nice thing is if you make a sample piece you know, a little 12 by 12 and you do a, you know, four by four grid or something in it and you chamfer two edges and you round over two edges, you can get a look at what that would look like. And it, and the roundover is not bad, especially on hardwood, but you'll like the look of that chamfer and how it, how it ties in with the bench itself and the way those dovetail slots are.
2: Yeah. I do like that idea a lot, especially the matching the bottom of the dovetail. Now I do have a three-eighths inch roundover bit that I've gotten from Kling Spore's woodworking shop. Not sponsored. We know them. Outstanding bit. We know them. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's fully sponsored though,
1: mm-hmm. right? Well.
2: Oh, for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good. You brownie points right there. Yeah. It totally. gets a headache.
2: Yeah. Um, I do have, you know, obviously I've not been in my shop since November because of work. And I had surgery last month, so um I do have call outs for every single product that Clingsport has sent me. Yes. Yes, you have. They're they are ready to go, they're ready to rock, and they're ready to load.
4: Yeah, I like all your call outs
0: and the uh the combination blade. What do you what do you think of that later on
2: down the road? It's been what, two years, three years? Two years now, yeah. I still like it. I still like it. Um unfortunately I don't have it anymore. I sold my rigid table saw, right? And the blade was still in it, and I didn't know that. Oh no! Yeah, the guy calls me and says, like, "Hey, you know, there's a sport blade still in this." I'm like, "Crap!" So I'm, I wasn't gonna be like, "Hey, bring it back." I'm just like, "Enjoy." Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, enjoy that. Last your lifetime. Yeah, I wasn't gonna be a jerk. I was gonna be a jerk. And also sold a. My Ingra fence with that table saw too, Ooh. which I have. This is my justification for it. I'm going to get a bigger one, the longer one, because I'm also going to do a uh, router table on it. Mm. So that was my justification for selling that. So I'm going to take the money for that and uh, buy a new one and um, wait six years before it to come in.
1: <laughs> well, we'll look forward to the to seeing that video then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you saw the, so the I'm going to go
1: nothing compared to this one.
2: Yeah, but this one's going to be completely just decked out. It's going to have the router. It's going to have the wonder router fence on it. Mm. Cause I know the, the first cut I make with just the standard grizzly, um, Beesmeyer fence, which, you know, it's a great fence. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to miss my anchor. I'm just like, Oh my God,
4: the micro adjustment thing on that was outstanding. So we'll see. Mm. Yeah, I guess I but, look forward to
1: selling my sauce soon, too. So that's going to be interesting trying to work that deal out.
2: I sold it in three hours when I posted mm. it. Marketplace? No. Um, I, I was in a rigid uh, R4512 group. Gotcha. And I posted in there some guy that was like 10 miles away from me. Say, I'll take it right now. I'm coming over with the trailer. I'm like, okay. There you go. But I will. I will say... That the general purpose forty-two blade from Klingspoor might be my favorite blade of all time. Really?
3: What?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that blade is outstanding. What? <laughs> what makes it more outstanding than the fifty-tooth
2: combo? There, I was when I was doing. I was. I did some cabinets for my miter saw station, which I still have half that video done. That's going to be one of the things I finish up next weekend. I've noticed for some reason when you're screwing, when you're ripping plywood, you don't even feel it when it was going through the blade. Now, I don't know if that was just because my table saw was really dialed in, but I changed the blade on it and I didn't have that feeling. It's kind of like when baseball when you hit a home run and you don't feel the ball at all when you hit it. That's what it felt like, and that that really stood out to me. And hmm. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing.
1: What was the quality of cut like?
4: It was forest woodworker yeah
0: it's yeah. completely the other way around for us which is interesting so oh but you don't have the combination blade we may have to figure something out here because i saw a review video someone was doing on i think it was ramsey on just the two things and it was like he was pushing really close to the uh general purpose instead of the combination he said it was slightly yeah. higher now it might not have been him i've I, Saw a lot of content over the weekend, but someone had a review on forty tooth versus fifty tooth If they were Freud. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to find out because between Chris and I, that doesn't make sense to us, and we've tested them.
1: Yeah, so now, now I got to go back. I will, I, know. Say, I will say though, the the Freud Fusion that's forty tooth. Now that blade is is a nice blade. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm pleased. I mean, I've use that blade it's 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 a nice blade but the clingspore 40 versus the 50 tooth combo i did not have that experience so but hey i'm glad you did i'm glad you enjoyed it and Mm. uh, feel free to talk it up and
3: yeah
2: it's i might i might do a video with all the clingspore
1: blades because and make sure the, the atb was what um no the triple chip i think that that's got a triple chip doesn't it
0: I believe so. Let me look yeah, because right. the other one's going to have the ATB and a raker.
1: Yeah, so I think it's that triple chip that what that, that's what threw me off. It does it it makes a clean cut on top, but the bottom splinters out considerably more, mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why I found that the 50-tooth, the in a, my opinion, did a little better.
0: But on a zero clearance, because the fence we were using on our testing wasn't zero clearance on it, that matters. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I definitely had a clear, zero clearance, a fresh one for that blade too. That was just cut and it was the, the grizzly version of the zero
1: clearance. I mean that makes a that makes a huge difference in the results as well.
2: Yeah, I mean I made I'd sit there for an hour making sure that zero clearance was a dead flat with the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can
0: make this into other review videos where they cheat that way to say, Oh, the bottom cut was horrible. Ah, uh, anyway, all right.
4: Well,
2: if was, if was zero clearance—it's impossible. Yeah,
0: well, that, that's what we're seeing on a lot of these videos where they're doing comparison. Is that they have these little ways mm. of um making the results look bad, and if you're if you don't know what to look for, you have no idea. That that's how they're no. not—they're not cheating, but they're using something to an advantage or a disadvantage to make something perform less than what it would.
4: Right. I would call that deceptive. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, Maybe deceiving. Yeah. Um, HD
2: one hundred blade. hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. That is on my. That is my daily driver on my Delta Cruiser, and it has not moved.
4: I was gonna say. I don't.
0: I think I've
2: got a twelve inch. Hold on. <laughs> my saw's right here underneath the table. He's He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna check his stash right now. <laughs> No, so the one was... thing
1: about that blade, though, is you don't uh, you don't want to be cutting up junk wood with it. Yeah. Oh, with I don't that know. that firewood. That's great. Oh, jeez! And so you no longer have a high ATB. You have a you have an ATB triple chip uh, chamfer tooth.
0: You know, I would like to buy a <laughs> new one and see the difference here because I literally I cut up oak, cherry, maple, firewood in half so it can go on one of the
4: inserts. I use that ten or that twelve one hundred. That thing's a beast. It'll cut right through it. Yeah.
0: And at the you same time, in all fairness,
4: delicate trim.
0: I was going to say, and at the same time, the trim behind me, i cut with the same blade. No problem. I am not the average woodworker guy. I know. I get it.
2: I, Somebody's going to go in your house, look at your firewoods, like, why is your end so perfectly oh, cut? I wish
0: I had a video of one of them. I cut it so smooth it looked like glass off of that blade
3: it was like why would
0: you do that just because you can like it was it was a piece of yeah. maple and it looks so
2: good no birds. it's like that one I think it was an Instagram video where the guy was cutting a sandwich with a miter yeah. saw <laughs> it's like it can cut wood it can also cut your sandwich
0: it was a mess too <laughs> I,
2: think it was, I think it was a hoagie though so it, it was I a bad.
4: hoagie yeah it was was it yeah. Nick? no yeah, I know what you're talking about though. I remember seeing
0: that anyway. Well, JP, um, it's getting around that hour. Mark, buddy, and I just want to tell you, thank you for yep. coming on again. I'm glad you're yeah. Anytime, doing man. well. Thank you for letting us share some of your uh historic pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I, I do um, have one quick question. How do you like that cruiser?
2: I like it a lot. It's it it's an incredibly it's very smooth. Um I do I do um I actually have a video. That's one of the videos when we shoot this summer. There's a review video on that. The only thing it is, it has a lot of deflection on it. They're not careful with it. But it's a slider, and a lot of them do that. But I think there's a way to adjust it to tighten it up.
1: Yeah. I was uh, debating on the Bosch myself, and I wasn't sure because I've yeah. seen it's got a similar. Yeah.
2: The problem with the you know the ones that have the, the minimum back to them is their dust collection is horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bosch or the Delta, they're, they're garbage. They're,
0: they're all horrible. Capex yeah. is the only one that was.
2: Eh. Yeah. You know, everybody's like 99%. Like, no, it's more like 89%. Shoot. 99% all over the table and around the blade. Right?
3: <laughs> uh, so Next
2: project
1: you like this is thing? 80 bucks for the, for the uh, miter saw station. Well, the
2: Capex is accurate, but its it, I don't like the power of the motor. Yeah, that's the biggest no. complaint
0: is that step up electronic control chip doohickey.
1: What do they call that? MMS?
0: Is something that, like that a
1: technical yeah. term for that? Doohickey?
0: It is doohickey, yeah. Because when you go to use Gosh, it, and you're mean... used to a chop saw. It, you're just like, what is it? Taking it so long to recognize? Now I've the jigsaw. is so cool.
1: for all the years.
0: Yeah, but on the Capex. yeah, don't you? Sorry, on the uh, CarveX jigsaw, that feature is actually pretty cool because it detects if it's thick or thin and how much power it's going to need once it hits. But not on the chop saw. Mm-hmm. Not for me.
2: I'm old school again uh, have you guys you guys had any feedback with the new Festool TS55F uh, the new one that came out
1: it was does anyone to- actually have them in stock uh,
2: well, I, I, I was going to
0: say if we got three they were already gone and no one's going to talk crap about it because they can resell it on the market for higher than they paid for it
1: Sure. Yeah, Festool stuff now is like uh, well actually a lot of these machinery and power tool manufacturers they're like the home prices the retail mm-hmm. value might be $100, but the street value is more like $150. Right. That's why I'm looking forward to getting rid of my table saw. Because <laughs> I think I can
2: get <laughs> good the money time. out of it.
1: <laughs>
2: what table saw do you have now?
1: I've got a U.S.-made Delta contractor from 2004. Okay. Nice. With the Bench Dog left side router table extension. Fancy. On a Delta heavy-duty mobile base, rewired to 220 single phase, and it's got a built-in cabinet on the right-hand side for storage of router bits and other goods. So, if anybody's interested, okay, anyway, Mike, how's it going? No, I was
0: just thinking. <laughs> wow, I guess there is. I was just thinking: is there a 223 it's phase?
1: Not in a contractor saw.
0: So why would that single phase need to be put in the description of the specs? Because it sounded (laughs) good. It sounded
1: (laughs) sounded efficient and professional. Not saying that you added it, I know
0: that's in the specs. I'm just thinking to myself, like, single phase. Yeah, it's a 220. Like, why do you need that? Anyways.
1: But, Mike, think about what we do as our day job. How often do we ramble off the power specs of a saw or machine, and we throw in single phase or three phase (sighs) because of? various questions and people who are asking.
0: How many times do you put in TEFC? How many times do you really tell them it's a TEFC? Like they're all totally enclosed fans.
2: I mean, uh, just to give Chris credit, I was almost thinking about buying us all just for that Mm. that whole spiel. It is a good spiel. You almost had me convinced. It was, yeah. I'll type you up a quote. Free delivery? No, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, free delivery? I'll think about it.
0: $2,000 $2,000 saw for free delivery. He's on it. Mm. That'll uh, help pay anyway. for the
2: saw stuff. So, you could say $2,000 every day, but he said. Bread. Yeah, well, free delivery. Oh, the saw is $2,000. This is Amazon we're talking here. It's like we were talking to your wife. Hey, this, this is $2,000, but it's on sale. Yeah. $600
0: off and free mm-hmm. delivery.
2: That's um, kind of how
1: no. the saw stuff thing went. Hey, um, I'm saving like 6%. Oh, because the price increase is <laughs> coming up in May. and
2: <laughs> well, My flight it should have been seven.
4: Anyway.
0: Uh, so who do you want to see in the hot seat there, JP?
2: Who do not want to see in the hot yeah, seat? Yeah, so we've yeah. been
0: asking our guests now, because you're in the hot seat, who would you like to see in the hot seat? You don't have to answer now. Maybe think about it, and then you reach out to that person and say, hey, you know, I was on this uh, terrible podcast, and I think you need to be put through the torture test as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I got some. I, oh, I got some people,
1: and they're desperate, okay. so they'll take anybody. So they'll even accept you. <laughs> and
0: they have no money, but they take free T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, and, by the way. Yeah,
2: you give them stuff, and they'll put you on the show Probably sport. You know what we should do is <laughs> See, every I'm still, week we'll just put someone's sticker
0: on, on top of that mug. That's what we'll do. Well, <laughs> I have a blank one. I, back. I was going to. If he doing made that. me
1: mad. I came prepared with the Hacksman. <sighs>
0: <laughs> Which, you by know. the way, we have no idea why that was sent to Chris.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've, I've subscribed to his channel, but I've not reached out to him about coming on the podcast or nothing. I just, I got two two mugs.
2: I know a, a good person to be on the hot speed. What about Chris Burton from Glimps Inside? Mm-hmm.
4: That guy's awesome. Don't know that one.
1: Okay. Well, maybe you should uh, invite him and say, "Hey, reach out to these guys, and uh, they'd love to talk to you about coming on the podcast." Yeah, yeah.
2: Definitely check him out. He's he's a great dude. Um, I met a guy at at the Workbench Con. He's he's lives in Huntsville, Alabama. So he's north of me. Um, I can't remember his name, but I'll get back with you. He was a really good dude. He's got a good Instagram presence. Um, he's in the mil. He's a former military. Uh, He's a really good dude, but. I'll get back with you on that one, Chris. Sounds good,
1: man.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for watching. And uh, we do have a few things here. We got Gary real quick. He jumped in late. So he's trying to 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 maximize his last minute time here. All crazy. I just paid one. 170 apiece for 5-8 Baltic Birch. Wow. Gee whiz. Ouch. And Chris would be great. Yes, I would. But But what would I be great at?
2: I believe he was talking about Chris Burton from Glimpse Inside, oh, Chris.
1: Oh, I'm sure he would.
2: Yeah, Nobody says that about me.
0: Is that a five-by-five five sheet of Baltic birch with
2: $170? It had to be 10-by-five.
1: Come on.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if Utah though, so it has to go across the country
4: on top of being imported.
1: Holy. I mean, he's got to be talking pesos
4: here, not dollars. Mm. Wow. well, We know
1: who's got money or who used to have money. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: gonna say, well, we know who's broke this weekend for Easter. Okay. Four by eight. Okay. It's a little bit more reasonable.
1: Yeah. I called our local uh, lumber guy today. Who's normally got a few sheets stashed away. I said, Hey, you got anything in a, in Baltic? Nope. You got anything like Baltic, you know, maybe with more than 11 layers. Nope. <laughs> it's like okay. Thanks a lot. And he's broke now, so he's gonna have to resave for uh his winter skis.
0: Now it's gonna be very interesting to see what they do with Baltic Birch since it uh comes out of that Baltic region that's got issues at the moment.
2: hmm I don't even think I can get Baltic Birch in our area. I think they're all sold out of it. They can't get any more.
1: Same here. Yep. Yep. And I've got a big project coming up for my speaker customer who part of this requires Baltic birch. So not sure what we're going to Are you do.
2: building uh, speakers for cars or uh home, home audio?
1: It's home audio. Okay. Yeah. It's home audio. He
3: says.
1: Yeah, simple yeah, it's, stuff. It's, it's not <laughs> traditional home audio. Let me just <laughs> It's not the, it's not the cool
2: that. bands. It, it's like the cool bandsaw or the, the, what do you call them? Speaker boxes for your car. They're, yeah
0: They're way past that, unfortunately. They they used to be built. I can attest to that one, but uh, no, these are insanity boxes.
1: If you go back to I don't know a few weeks ago on my Instagram, I was gluing some of them up, and the insides of them are like there's not a square angle in the mix. They're insane. <laughs>
2: nope. Uh, so you're trying to do like some of the Mirage speakers that are there's no Right angles on them? Not necessarily that.
0: The entire inside is a folded horn from top to bottom to back. It's a constant taper, so there's no possible way to have a 90 degree angle in there.
4: They're insane. Yeah. Chris gets to do it. Yeah. Have fun. Well, well, this is from
1: Mike's hey, dad. You're, you're, so it's not like, so he's familiar with the pain that I'm going
2: through. Well, you're going to have a new toy to uh help you do those boxes. So I might be yeah,
1: a little bit more enjoyable. Maybe. Um, but I had to buy over $300 in clamps to be able to do one box because wow. of all the clamps that are required. You can't just use like parallels. You got to have, or, or bar. You got to have <laughs> deep F style. And oh, yeah. So needless to say, me and Bessie are friends now. And, uh, I, I could oh. be sponsored by Bessie, but I'm not.
2: I am at the rep at Weprechaun. She was pretty cool. I'll well, yeah.
0: send Chris a little info there. Maybe he can. Uh, I mean, because it's something you unusual. It's not a normal box by any stretch. So having clamps like that in that kind of glue up would be awesome for Bessie to show off. To re-tag, mm-hmm. if you will. For sure.
1: It's, you know, uh, it's like, you know,
2: you can get away from the cutting boards. Uh, Chris is doing something. Oh, it's yeah.
1: definitely different, for sure.
2: Well, I'm going your shark cutie board. I
0: gotta,
4: I gotta mute myself here because the dogs are going crazy.
1: No <laughs> oh, man, I was thinking I had a picture of it somewhere, but I don't know what I've done with it. They show the inside of it.
0: It used to be on there, but I think I removed all the yeah, because I just did the DNC ones. I left those. I think I took it off. It was there though, so I'm sorry.
1: Well, I thought I had a photo on my Facebook page that showed the inside of it, but I don't think I do anymore, but that's okay. It's irrelevant. It's 10 o'clock after 10. Nobody cares. So, <laughs> well, again, JP, we certainly appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing your time. Feel free to reach out to, you know, folks who are, who are also desperate like us and would be willing to just come waste an hour plus with us and talk woodwork and yep. life and whatever else might come up. And uh, tell them we promise yeah, gonna... not to go find embarrassing photos on their first time on. We reserve that. Yeah, that's probably
2: second. a good idea.
0: One, because Chris did happen to find Tony Rulu's slip and slide picture, and I found Sterling Davis's slip and slide picture. So you got to find at least just one. We'll just do one. We'll we'll be, we'll take it easy on them.
1: Yeah. So anyway. I think we needed to do a roast
2: of one of Sterling's videos. That guy's that guy's great. Absolutely, we should go back to the beginning on those.
1: <laughs> and we'll try to get him back on here one day. He he feels a little more comfortable now that we've we've eased him in on it, and so
3: we'll uh, we'll
1: save the second visit for the just onslaught of embarrassment. There you go. <laughs> Well, we appreciate everybody watching. Check us out on uh, Patreon, and uh, if you want us to like to support us, and if you just want to hear more, we've got audio only on all your favorite podcast-only sites. And uh, if you want to check out videos later, we've got it on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, so jump on there and, you know, just enjoy yourself with days and days of uh, not podcast. So, I'm Chris.
4: I'm Mike. I'm JP. Thank you, J We'll talk to you later. <laughs> what a minute to go. We'll talk to you in a minute. Oh, there.